Welcome into the In the Money podcast, Wednesday, April 26th. As we lead off the final three days of this spring meet, I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We'll take a look at the late pick four that starts on an eight-race car. That means it's in race five with two-year-old maiden fillies, the four-and-a-half furlong distance. And Jim, amazingly, Wesley Ward has the favorite in here. Somebody wrote on Twitter last night that it looked like that we wrote the races for Wesley Ward today. But um, <laughs> we really didn't do that. But uh, one of the things you could do in this pick four sequence, you could single Wesley in three races and go deep in the last race and maybe hit it. You're not going to make much money. So the ticket that I'll give out tries to beat a couple of Wesleys, and one of them is here. Um, Barb Tourage, uh obviously looks just like a Wesley Philly, always does. She's working fast. She's out of Into Mischief, who's 16% with juvenile starters. Yeah, there's no reason why this horse shouldn't be the favorite. But I'm going to try to beat her in here. I'm going to use her to pick four. I'd be crazy not to, but unless you just think there's something wrong with her. And I don't see that. I think she's she's perfectly drawn, probably got good speed. I'm going to use a couple other horses here, and, and probably my top pick is Bright Work for John Ortiz. And John Ortiz is a really good trainer. Uh, he's good with two-year-olds. And if you go back to the April 16th work, four furlongs at 46 and four, that matches uh, anything that that Wesley has done and actually put more foundation into her with a four furlong race, a four furlong work, followed by another four furlong, four, four furlong work. So um, I'm going to use her in there. She's eight to one morning line. I don't think you'll get that. I think she's going to be second choice. I'm also going to use Asmussen's horse on the outside. He's not that great with two-year-olds. But Cantharis is 15% with these two-year-old uh, first-time starters. And just an opinion with 9-2 to two is way away from the speed. I think the speed's going to be inside between Barford Rodge and Bright Work. And I'm going to also throw just an opinion in there. If it went deeper, I'd take Saez for George Weaver, uh, who's actually pretty good with first-time starters. You think George Weaver is a turf trainer, but he's, he's pretty good with dirt starters. And uh, Crimson Advocate at 15-1, to one, the seven-horse might be one you look at, along with unmatched for Coolbrook, uh, Colebrook and uh, Corrales. Colebrook is not that good with first-time starters, less than 10%, but unmatched at 8-1. to Going to use three of them, uh, trying to beat Wesley with bright work here. Yeah, bright work I think is probably the most likely one if you can beat the ward horse, Barb Taraj, in here. That uh, 46, uh, I think, and change gate work is uh, impressive for bright work. So I've got those two, obviously. But I'm going to use two other big prices in here just to give myself a shot at it since I'm not going to have a very expensive ticket. Bootsy's Merlot, the four horse, 30 to 1 on the morning line. The main angle here is the horse has experience, has a race over the track, ran fourth on April the 12th at Keeneland. And sometimes that race over the track can be a big plus. The other one's going to be Boyne Valley, the nine. Uh, the Ennis Barn can fire with a two-year-old. This horse had a 35-4 and four work on March 15th at the training center. And that's uh, really fast for that facility. So I'm going to use all four of those in the two-year-old race. The next race, the sixth, second leg, is uh, an allowance race. Uh, basically, first-level allowance on the turf at five and a half. But uh, with the and four-year-olds and up, but with the conditions here, somehow bound for nowhere fits into it. And... He looks like a cinch to me. Three wins here. It's Ward, a huge class edge with this horse. Uh, I'm also going to throw in Purple Dream, who seems to be in his best form, and for Paulo Lobo. 
and uh, the horse has good grass form on his uh, resume. We talked to Paulo for the Today at Keeneland show, and he said the horse couldn't be doing any better, but two or three different times he kept mentioning Wesley Ward. Wesley Ward, so I don't think he's overly optimistic, but I'm going to use those two on my pick four. If you want to go deeper, our shot, whose only turf race uh, was a was versus a pretty versus a pretty good horse down in Florida. So the four hour shot if you want to go deeper. But I can't really see Bound for Nowhere losing. How about you? I think if Bound for Nowhere loses, it will be the our shot. I, I think this horse, if you look back at that race at Gulfstream, only the second time uh, on the turf at five furlongs and uh, one first time out on turf, probably surprised the connections, put him on a turf because he wasn't doing very well at dirt at Parks or Aqueduct, and he goes to Pimlico, wins it on the five furlongs on the turf, and then gets beat by a head to a horse that came back and won next time out. So, And then for some reason, they bring him back to the dirt, and he wins there. So he's gotten better. Obviously, his 82 buyer is much better than anything he ever done on the dirt. So uh, turf and dirt now, he's, he's in good form. And if there's a horse that can beat Bound for Nowhere, who's going to be massively, massively overbet. I mean, uh, Nick made the morning line two to five here. He's probably going to be that. So if you want to take a shot at beating him, our shot would would do it. Uh, I'm I'm going to just single. I'm going to I've got a thirty six dollar ticket. If I made seventy two, I would use another horse here. But I'm just going to take a shot with Bound for Nowhere and see if I can get through it. The seventh race is uh, claimers, non winners of two lifetime, three and up at six furlongs. Who'd you land on here? Well, Wesley's got the favorite again in one giant leap, but I don't feel that great about this one. This horse. Um, won at Turfway, and for some reason was claimed out of that race in a maiden race, and it was voided. So something was not quite right with with the vets. And then they bring um, they bring him back for uh, 50000 here at Keeneland. i to believe that a 50000 claimer uh, with non-winners of two lifetime is much tougher than a maiden 50 at Turfway. So uh, I'm going a, I'm to a use a lot of horses here. I used four, and then I went ahead and checked it off to use six because there's only six in there. The only ones I don't think have a shot are are uh, actually Bastard's Boy Pup may have a shot. Gold Luck is the other one, but Jonathan Wong is a really good trainer. First time with Wong, uh, and he's 28%. So I really couldn't eliminate anybody. The worst horse in here is 10 to 1 in Bastard's Boy. You can make a case for him off that turfway race two back with a 71 buyer. So I think it's a wide open race here. Uh, contrast to the one before, I'm just going to do the all button here and try to beat Wesley. I took the six on top, Dog Red. I think this horse is a little more battle-tested. Tyler Gaffleyone riding. Looks like he's going to win the rider's title. He's had some difference-making rides, I think, at this meet, so he's really in a good zone right now. Uh, one giant leap, um, the Ward horse. I'm going to go just with those two. I'm kind of taking the opposite, opposite approach. I think one of those two uh, wins it in race seven. The eighth race wrapping up the card on Wednesday is a second-level allowance for Phillies and Mayors four and up on the turf, but going a mile and a half, and I ended up going real deep on my pick four ticket in here. I took Miss Yearwood on top, dropping out of those grade three races, third off a long layoff. Uh, it's uh, Ian Wilkes, whose horses have run well at the meet, and this horse ran against some good ones last fall and just seemed to get just a little better when they put her on the turf. Uh, Broadway Boogie, the seven two best buyers uh, off a layoff for this horse, so uh, she's in good form. Federalist Papers, it's Walsh and Gaffleyone. They've been hot. Uh, the five light stars, narrowly beaten here at Keeneland, and it's Clement and Rosario, a potent combo. The four, Lady Arsenault, Bill Mott, third off a layoff. Uh, the nine, Flatter Me Silly, 
a bigger price, but just missed here on this turf course last fall. And then um, Bravo Kitten, the uh, three, uh, the Kitten's Joys, uh, love this turf course. So I'm going to go seven deep on my pick four ticket with Miss Yearwood on top. Who do you like in the last? You are not paying attention to my rule, are you? Yeah, well, I'm just keeping the budget down, but I know what you mean. The smart plays to take all. Well, I'm going to give out five. And I would, if I play the ticket, I will probably pay off, play all here because I don't think there's a strong favorite. Um, I actually went with Light Stars for Christophe Clement uh, off that last race at Keeneland at a mile and a half. Uh, at this level, uh, we're giving away a lot more money now. It's amazing. We were at $90,000 allowance last year at this time, and it's 120000 this year. So uh, I'm going to use uh, Light Stars off that rest. Uh, 86 buyer, he hasn't raced since October, but Clement is 25% for horses coming off a six-month-or-more layoff. So White Stars is my pick. Got to use Broadway Boogie for James Toner, who won a race here a couple of days back on Sunday. Um, and Ruiz, Ruiz rides back for him. So that's, this horse is going to get a lot of, of play off that connection. Uh, Miss Yearwood for Ian Wilkes and Landeros. Bravo Kitten for Luis Saez. And I will not bet let Irad Ortiz beat me on a six to one shot in the last leg of the pick four. So you gotta use Bill Mott and Irad Ortiz uh with Lady Arsenault. Uh I'm not gonna use Yob Beauty. Uh, I think if you're wasting money to do to you put that horse in there, uh flatter me silly, Neil Peston and Giroux, I could hardly make a case for that one, but i I may use Shad Nation for Clement, the other Clement that looks like a notch below but uh, coming off of Kentucky Downs race a long time ago. So I'm going to go five deep in here. We're going to pick four. All right, let's do our pick four tickets. I'm doing one, two, four, nine in the first leg, then five, nine with five, six, with one, two, three, four, five, seven, nine for $56. What's yours look like? Okay, mine is, I'm sorry, it's $45 since I went five deep in that last leg. So I got one, two, 11 with nine with all with one, two, four, five, seven, and that is a $45 ticket. If you don't want to spend much money, you can do a lot worse things than going ward, 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 all. And that would be a, that would be $4.50, and surely it would pay that much. Yeah, you would think so. Maybe you'll <laughs> catch a big price in the last leg. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the turf pick three is offered on the Wednesday card. It starts in race four. And looking ahead to Thursday, I've already started handicapping that one. There is a turf pick three that is offered on the Thursday card. So, Save a little money back for that. Best of luck with your Wednesday plays, and we'll be back for two more podcasts here on the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.